Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Scary. I'm your host, Samantha Ortiz. And with me, I have my younger brother, Salvador. Hello. We're going to be reading some scary stories about vampires today, so stay tuned. You heard her. Beware. Vampires can bite. Our first tale of terror took place between the years of 1875 and 1876 at Croglin Low Hall near the picturesque village of Croglin in Croombra. The hall was being rented by Edward Michael and Amelia Cranswell, three Australian siblings who were visiting England. The siblings were all well-liked by the locals and were enjoying their stay until a sinister chain of events began to unfold during the summer of 1875. (gasps) What do you think happened? Oh, probably... Let's read on and find out. One night, the Cranswell brothers were awoken by their sister's screams. They charged into her aid and found her in hysterics. Her bedroom window wide open. Amelia told them that she had been attacked by a creature with bony fingers that had grabbed hold of her hair and bitten her neck. Alarm, the Cranswell brothers called for the local doctor who assured the siblings that Amelia's wounds were not serious. He also told them that a child on the local farm had suffered a similar attack recently and that the creature was probably a monkey that had escaped from the traveling circus. Do you think it was a monkey? I don't think so because it bony fingers and fangs and red eyes. I don't think so. Did they say red eyes? Well, I think it had a creature that attacked girl was had red eyes you think so let's find out following the attack the cranswells traveled to europe but returned to groglin loha the following year once again the brothers were awoken by the sound of their sister's screams and raced to her bedroom they burst into the room and this time caught a glimpse of the creature as michael attended to amelia edward retrieved his pistol and took chase He fired at the creature as it attempted to flee across the hall's ground, wounding its leg. Edward would later describe the creature as a tall and skeletonly thin man wearing a long cloak. That's some Dracula thing. You think it's a Dracula thing? Mm -hmm. Probably. You think it's actually Dracula or some other vampire? I think it's Dracula. Keeping his distance, Edward followed the creature to the local churchyard and watched as it disappeared into one of the tombs. Edward now knew that the creature that Edward now knew that the creature that had attacked his sister was something far more evil than a circus monkey. He railed up a group of local men and they went into the churchyard at dawn to search the tomb for what they now believed was a vampire. The men entered the tomb and reported finding a nightmarish creature with pale skin and a fresh wound on its leg. The men prepared a fire and threw the vampire into it. Amelia Cranswell never saw the creature again, but was also deeply disturbed by the attacks that she had her bedroom window at Croglin Low bricked up, as it remains to this very day. She was so frightened that she had to block up her window. Do you think it was a real vampire? It was a real vampire. What were your thoughts on this vampire story? I think it was true. You believe in vampires? I think vampires live among us. The next story on our list was first recorded by William of Newbury, an English historian 
who was interested in the occult and wrote many accounts of vampire attacks during the 12th century. The story tells of an old man living in Berwick-upon-Tweed who sold his soul to the devil in exchange for riches. After he died, the townsfolk reported that the man would rise from his grave at night and roam the streets. Gosh. That's vampire stuff right there. As if this was not scary enough, eyewitnesses told Williams of Newbury that the man was accompanied by his nightly walks by a vicious pack of hellhounds. Hellhounds? Yeah. Oh, no. What are hellhounds usually come, like, associated with? Probably Satan himself. Maybe. Because he did sell his soul to the devil. Uh-huh. The hounds would bark loudly and drove fear into the hearts of anyone who heard them. This spectacle continued for several days and the people barrack upon Tweed became too scared to leave their homes after dark. The townspeople called a meeting to decide on a course of action for dealing with the demon haunting their town. The meeting resulted in 10 of the town's bravest young men being elected to slay the creature. The men went to the graveyard where the monster was buried and dug up his body. They set fire to the body and they had been advised that this was the only way to destroy the vampire. No signs of the hellhounds were found in the vampire's tomb and they were never seen again in Barrowick. However, similar sightings of the hellhounds have been reported all over England, including a beast named Black Shuck who is set to roam the countryside of East Anglia. You are made forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so final thoughts on vampires. What do you think, Salvador? Vampires? Tell me all you know about vampires. They're scary and they're like almost like zombies. Mhm. Mm but they're creatures with fangs. What about what do they do? Bite you and kill you. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> They suck blood and use their hypnotizing powers to... Hypnotizing powers? ...to ensnare people. Do they suck all the blood out of them? <laughs> Why do you think vampires have to drink blood to stay alive? They, I think they grow old, they'll grow old or die. If they don't, if they don't suck blood? Or, or they'll reduce to ashes. That is all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in to Sometimes Scary where we tell you some of the scariest stories on the internet and we find out if they're truly scary. Thank you to my special guest, Salvador. Goodbye. I wonder if he'll haunt you in your dreams. And one more thing. Seven.